0: Hello and welcome. I am Aditi. In this podcast, I will be talking about the response to the coronavirus by the Canadian government, which has been claimed to be better than the US and a few other countries. But have they been able to tackle it well while making sure their economy remains stable? Let's find out. When the news of the virus first broke, the federal government had stated that the coronavirus risk in Canada is low and that it was being actively monitored. But unfortunately, like in the rest of the world, the rapidly spreading virus reached the country. On the 23rd of January, a man in his 50s who had returned to Toronto after a three-month visit to Wuhan developed some symptoms of respiratory illness and was hospitalized. This was declared as Canada's first case of the coronavirus. The man's wife was presumed to be the second person affected by the virus in the country. During the initial few months, the government's main focus was on evacuating its citizens from other affected countries, whereas by March, as the cases were officially 157 in number, It had to take new measures to contain the coronavirus outbreak. From shutting down the Parliament and stressing on self-quarantine and social distancing to helping the citizens financially, the government had started taking some good measures. So let's begin by looking at some of the Canadian government's official records of the measures that they have taken. The following information has been collected from the official account of the Canadian government. Number 1. COVID Alert App which notifies you if you have been near an infected person. Number 2. A Public Ethics Framework to help guide policy makers and public health professionals. Number 3. Health Care Preparedness to help communities across the country. Number four different kinds of economic and financial support loans to different individuals and families to persons with disabilities post-secondary students and recent graduates seniors indigenous people businesses young and women entrepreneurs support for different sectors like agriculture support for provinces and territories including health economy and for people who need it the most number five border measures and travel health. Number 6, providing support for Canadians abroad. Number 7, protecting the armed forces members from exposure while they help communities. Number 8, helping people who use substances. Number 9, public education to increase awareness. Number 10, research and technology to support international efforts to fight spread of COVID-19. Number 11. Collaboration with other governmental services. Number 12. Ethical and technical guidance for health professionals and other sectors for managing the situation. And number 13. Drug and medical device supply monitoring. Now that we have a fair idea of the government's response, let us look at what the citizens of Canada think about this. Hi, Ritika. So what do you think about the response that Canada has taken regarding the COVID-19 situation? Uh, I think that one important thing they did was they um, are very good with financial assistance. So a lot of people because of uh, COVID-19 got laid off and lost their jobs and small businesses ran out of uh, work and kind of went into a loss. So there were a lot of problems like that in terms of money and financial problems. So I think Canada did a really good job in trying to um, help people almost immediately. So there was this thing called CERB that was put into place, which is the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. And almost immediately once this whole thing started, they put that into place and it's still going on. And what it is, is they assess that you were laid off for COVID-19 reasons, and then they pay you uh, biweekly and that's enough to sustain your daily needs. Hi Roshan, could you tell us what else do you think the government and the citizens could do to make things even better?
1: I personally think that the one thing we need to work on is the individual responsibility and accountability. A lot of people are skeptical about the pandemic and don't believe in the news and say it's all a scam and a hoax and the virus is not real. And we have this thing called Atlantic bubble in which all the Atlantic provinces of Canada are in a bubble, meaning they can travel free within the provinces. But anyone that comes from the outside the bubble has to self-quarantine. A few people come in and don't self-isolate. And it's tough for the government to keep track of everyone. If there was any way that the government could keep a track of the people and monitor their travel, and make sure that they complete their self-isolation, that would make things better here because it was one of the main reasons for the second wave.
0: After the news of the first presumptive case came out in January, the Federal Health Minister, Peti Heru, said, quote, unquote, Canadian hospitals have strong infection control systems and procedures in place to limit the spread of infection, and protect healthcare workers. And the health officials told the citizens that things were managed and that it is prepared to handle an outbreak if it does happen. By March, when there were 138 confirmed cases, including that of Sophie Trudeau, the Prime Minister's wife, and one death, the government started taking better measures. The House of Commons was suspended for five weeks in early March. Parliament was shut down. There were advisories against foreign travel, banning of cruise ships with more than 500 people and redirecting the incoming international flights to smaller number of airports. In March, most of the cases were in the Ontario and British Columbia provinces and even though the number of cases were not very high, the officials responded quickly and took measures. Health Minister Hedo said, Quote unquote, the actions you take today will save lives. This is a serious public health threat and a crisis as well as an emergency. In Toronto, the capital city of the Ontario province and the largest city in Canada, childcare facilities, community centres and public libraries were shut down and the spring break camps were cancelled. The Prime Minister stated, Quote unquote, no one should have to worry about paying rent, buying groceries, or additional childcare because of COVID 19. We will help Canadians financially. The officials had also advised citizens to postpone or cancel non essential travel, specifically international ones. The Prime Minister had announced an economic aid package. That catered to all kinds of people. There was also a faster access to COVID-19 test kits after the Health Minister had signed. Canadians that lost their jobs were also given some economic support. A poll taken by the Global News Canada showed that Canadians were also supportive and most of the citizens wanted stronger measures to be taken. The government of Canada had made a statement saying that it will be enacting stricter measures if the provinces don't do it themselves. In July, the situation in Canada was under control as the efforts taken by the government and the citizens, including the shutting down of large parts of the economy, seemed to work and there were almost no debts. But as provinces started lifting restrictions, the risk of a second wave was possible. Indeed, there was a second wave of the virus, mostly because of people not following social distancing and taking the pandemic lightly. Experts have claimed that Canada did take the right measures, but it should have been a little more stringent and should have started earlier itself. They say, That the second wave could have been contained that way. The National Post also claimed that Canada's imperfect response is still better than the USA.